Hello. How are you? I'm doing fine. How are you today? Fantastic. It was so good. We had to do it twice, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, for some of y'all that wonder what I'm talking about, because y'all probably going to hear this before you hear her interview. Um, she's, I brought her back so we can do another show or what have you. And you can understand that I'll be bringing back some of the ladies so we can just chop it up and have an episode on the Smokers Lounge, you know, period. So, right. you know, so how have your day been? How has it, everything been since we did the interview? It's, I, um, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Say again. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh. Um, I'm really bad. Yeah, because you're echoing right now. Right. <laughs> so you want to uh, retry it? Can't let me that. Okay, then. I'm going to hit you back. I'm going to reset. That was cool. What's it doing? Hey. Hey. What's going on? You're back. Yes, yes. <laughs> so what's going on? How's your day been once again? Um, it's been today has been a weird day because it's like so rainy, but um I didn't get home till about four thirty this morning from the throat house at, for throat wars and Oh god, so how did that go? Um, it was great. I got to meet Bobby Char- uh, Barbie Charlie and uh, mm-hmm. Southern Gents and of course Samaj and uh, Samaj Media and Throat Wars were there. And um, okay. was anybody else there that I'm missing? I think that was everybody for this one. It was kind of a, tr- a trial run, get the first one out of the way, see what we need to do because it was during the week and one night. Mm-hmm. So y- you know. Hey, wait, wait. What, what, what kind of shit was it? Was it like a boy girl? Was it a threesome orgy? Um, we did a few different things. We uh, we both did a couple of solo things. We are not, not solo, but um, she she was a star of a scene, and I was a star of a scene. We did a couple of scenes <laughs> together. Mm-hmm. Um, we did a blowjob contest, uh, which oh it, god, yeah. <laughs> I think we started something with Brett Wars in our blowjob contest. <laughs> see, see, that's what I was saying to one lady. I said they need that porn need to have a versus. Yeah. They have a versus where it'd be like a blowjob blowjob contest, ride a dick contest. You know what I'm saying? Put the best against the best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> absolutely. 
do what? I said that shit would be hot as hell for real. It is. I love it. Like I'm, I'm actually getting ready to drop the blowjob contest on my mini vids here in the next couple of weeks. Oh from shit! The first, from the last shoot house that has uh, we have Brianna, Brianna Kahlo and Ash Loren in it with um, Hectic Desire, Savvy G, and Samaj Media. Mm. Yeah, okay. it's yes, star studded. <laughs> yeah, you had you be working with some heavyweights, I see. See, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Yeah, like everybody I work with is fantastic. Well, I find work with you. I'm gonna feel even more special because he's gonna be just a real big shoot for me because I'm working with a big star. Oh, please, (laughs) (laughs) most definitely. Doing welcome to the Smokers Lounge here on Anchor, the perfect app for you to start your podcasting. All you got to do is download it on your phone or pull up it on your uh, laptop through anchor.fm. You can start uh, recording today and get distributed on multiple platforms and start your podcasting career today. I am your host, a.k.a. the porn rap star. My name is Kavanaugh, the Southern Champ. I'm a rapper. I'm a porn star. So follow me on social media, listen to my music, and Watch my porn. All you got to do is go to allmylinks.com backslash porn rap star to find all my links and everything that I got going on in one spot. We are also sponsored by the wonderful Facebook of the LS community. I'm talking about lsworld.com. Excuse me. So if you into kinks, you a cut couple, you are dom, slave, slut, whatever the fuck. Go get a profile today on SSSwirl.com and um, you can interact with other people in your same kink and in your same area and you can find events. So go to LSWorld.com today and get a profile. And we are also a proud member of the GW District um, Black Podcast Network. You can go over there and listen to me and now 14 other podcasts that are black owned plus you can also do some shopping while you're over there as you can choose from over a thousand black sellers we're talking about fashion we're talking about beauty we're talking about health we're talking about reading materials anything you want they got it over there and you're supporting black businesses so go to shop.gwdistrict.com today buy black support black businesses help build the black economy and build generational wealth at the same time. So I'm here with Miss Princess Havoc. Now, some of you people, y'all, this is going to come out before her interview. And because the interview was so good, she's one of the ones that I'm going to bring back a whole lot. I'm just letting you know. I, just, <laughs> I, I love talking to her, what happened. So she's going to be a co-host a lot, so you, you might hear her regularly and stuff. And like I said, it was a lot of stuff we didn't even get a chance to even get into with the interview. Mm-mm, we missed a lot. <laughs> we missed a lot. It was it was a lot, what have you. So, but today I had one of those moments today, God was telling you. Um where it reminded me, this is the reason why my motherfucking ass is doing this shit. Have you ever had that moment and tell me about it? <laughs> hmm. Um yeah, I have that moment almost every morning when I wake up. And I yeah. check my email. <laughs> <laughs> and what that checks? Uh, that is my uh, notifications of people buying my content because, yeah, the money is great. I'm excited to get the pay and all that. But really and truly, I'm happy people like want to see my stuff. And I'm like, oh, yes. so it's hot. I'm making something people love to watch and I love making it. So I'm like, okay, the pay, you know, the pay again, the side, you know, that's, that's keeps the bill, you know, keeps the lights on. But mm-hmm. I just, just to see like, Oh, people are buying my stuff. That makes me just, this is why I wanted to do it. I want everybody to see how much I love it and, and love it just as much. Yeah. Because even when I get like emails from fans, it's, and, the funny part, a lot of times is men and transsexuals, but you know, I digress. Um, <laughs> which is interesting because it's nothing better than when you go look into an email, dude say, God would love to devour your cock. And I'm like, Well, well thank, thank you. you for being a fan. Uh, you know, <laughs> thank you for being a fan. Uh, continue to support. But yeah, it makes you feel good because, especially when they remember the scenes, they can tell you what scene it was, what time it was. 
you know, and how much they love it. You know, it feels real good. And on top of that, yeah, when you see the notification that somebody bought it, I mean, I'm sorry, it strokes the ego to me. It does. It's like I'm doing something right. I'm do I'm doing something good. Let's keep it up. It's encouragement for me making more. Like, okay, so this is selling. Okay, cool. I need to make some more. I need to go make more. I want to go do more, more, more. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's see people be like it get addictive. And it's not just the money. It's really just. It like I always say this: we are all we are all a clout chaser. Just how bad of a clout chaser are you? Right. Because in many ways we do live for likes and comments. It's just as good <laughs> as money. Let's keep it real, you know, period. So yeah, I, yeah. I say that a female can sit there and post a picture and get a thousand likes. A man posts, he'll probably get about two. <laughs> so I so as men, we feel shitty when we post our pictures, you know, period. Yeah, That's I feel that. You probably see the dick pictures in the in the inbox because they just hoping, just please say you like it. Just just please say you like it. I don't know. See, like I, I've gotten to where I'm getting picky about dick pics. Like really and truly, do not send me that dick pic hanging over the toilet. Dress it up. Make effort. I would actually respond to dick pics in my inbox if I, they were creative pictures. I'd be like, really? Yeah. You, put, you put effort into that for me? Awesome. That looks good. Keep it up. But, and I think if dudes, if dudes did more of that, girls might not complain about the dick pictures in the damn mailbox. Do y'all know what we go through to send y'all a good pussy picture? For real. Like, Please we got to get the right me. lighting. We got to sit just the right way. You know, make sure we pull things and make it all, like, perfect. And, okay, we're not having, we can't have a bad day. No, make sure we shave it up nice. No, y'all just throw it over the toilet. That's what we're supposed to take. No, make some effort. Because... Uh... <laughs> You're right over there. <laughs> it's good. It's called good weed. But uh, cause I'm out. Hey, people, it's called the smokers' lounge. What you think I'm gonna be fucking doing? <laughs> I'm smoking too. <laughs> yes, I'm saying. What the fuck you think I'm doing? I'm smoking go fucking blood. That's the purpose of the smokers' lounge for you to smoke and think about some things. But with us, we got to sit here at first. I okay, we back <laughs> now. <laughs> Please, once again, reviewers, what ladies have to go through to send men a pussy pig. Well, I mean, we we have to get the right lighting. We got to make sure everything's all shaved and pretty because God forbid we skip a day. Um, we, you know, we got to get the right angle. We got to, you know, make sure that everything's all cleaned up and pretty. And, you know, guys will send us stuff with hair creeping up the dick over the toilet or with their underwear. <laughs> and we're supposed to be excited. <laughs> See, you know, those memes of the girls are the little videos are talking about you get the perfect ass picture and there's like five yeah. girls making it happen. That's yeah. true. That really happens. It's not a joke. We do that shit. <laughs> Y'all go through a lot just for the pussy pig. Oh, pussy pig, titty pigs. Like, I've actually taken pics of my tits when I was younger. Not, mm -hmm. you know, not recently, but when I was a lot younger, where my one of my friends was holding part of my boobs to help him have the perfect shape because I was 18 and didn't know what to do with size G tits. Like, what do you do with them at that age? Wait, 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 say damn, wait a second. So you probably had breasts in middle school. I did. I did. I actually yeah. had, they started in elementary school. Oh damn. I know you was popular. <clears throat> um <laughs> actually no, I was not. Oh. I was very unpopular because I was a reading nerd and oh. Oh. The girls didn't like me, so they bullied me. And like I would <laughs> they would pour water on me because they thought Ooh. I was stuffing and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, and then of course, because the girls were picking on me and the boys liked the girls, then nope, the boys didn't talk to me and I really didn't care. I was like, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, I was pretty much an only child until I was 15. My mom had my little brother. And so I was used to being kind of by myself. I didn't give a crap. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, And then it wasn't until I got to high school and people started being nice to me and I was like, oh, this is cool. This is new. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, I 
I think elementary wasn't too bad for me. Middle school was a little rough, but what helped because I played sports. But I was all I was bullied. But the bullies knew how far to take it because I beat a couple people asses. <laughs> but not me. I was like the I was a crier. Like mm-hmm. nobody really, really like said any like nobody bothered me and I wouldn't ever let anybody see that they bothered me at school. I would just mm-hmm. go home and cry about it and be like, Mommy, they were mean to me. And she'd be like, Did you say well, anything? No, I didn't want to do that. You can't get they won't stop if you don't say anything. <laughs> See, that shows the difference in households. If I come home, oh man, my dad be like, Look, listen here, boy. <laughs> I'm gonna bully you, or he gonna bully, or he or, or he gonna continue to bully. Who which which bully you want? <laughs> yeah, when I went to school, <laughs> that bully took yeah, the yeah. ass with me because I wasn't about to fuck with my dad. <laughs> nope, no, nope. I, um, Go ahead. Nope, I got, I got all kind. Mm-mm, nope, mama. Mm-mm, nope. Mm. Making me nervous just thinking about. It. <laughs> Who you telling? Shit, but no, you know how much I had to go pick. Damn. Ugh. Tell oh. me about it. Because because it was like to me, um because because people treat me as a nerd because I always had the wrestling books and the comic books. And uh yeah, I'm getting deep, people. I'm telling you about my psyche. I have a fucked up psyche. But anyway, yeah, I used to collect like, you know, action figures all day, all the way up till I was twenty one. You know, so? period. So oh yeah. I mean, I was uh, always one that beat to a different drum anyway. I am almost thirty five years old and I still collect stuff like toys mm-hmm. and I'm not going to say which ones because that I don't need, no I'm not I'm not sharing but <clears throat> um, I do have collections myself so I mm-hmm. feel you completely yeah because I like I had comic books I, I had X-Men 1 I had, nice. the whole series, I had the whole series of Superman's death uh-huh. Batman he left and came back which was funny because I was like, well, damn, <laughs> he got his back broke. I was like, that's a hell of a way to take out Batman. I was like, damn. <laughs> that's the only way they can stop him. <laughs> and, and no, I'm going to tell you what's funny. When I think about Batman, right, he is probably the most fucked up superhero character there is for this one reason. He trusts nothing. I mean, what superhero do you know make sure to have Every fail save against every superhero that posed to be his partner. I have no clue. Like, um, no, I, I, I wouldn't. Batman is the most paranoid superhero. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like paranoid. That's why I'm like. But, but what's funny though is, don't get twisted. He get the most pussy though. He got the most bodies though. <laughs> Does he though? Does he? I mean. Think about it. he had Catwoman. He knocked off uh um what's what's his damn name? Um Rage Argoo's wife. I mean Rage Argoo, excuse me, uh sister. I mean not sister, daughter. And he's not the only person I say that probably got more bodies than him would be Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> Now, are we talking in theory of bodies they could have had? Because I thought that Wolverine was all about Gene. Because you know, you know, he, he remember he uh he 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 knocked off uh. I know a who's storm. got more though. Who? Iron Man, Tony Stark. Yeah, true. <laughs> he lives to be the professional slut. <laughs> yeah, actually, 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 he was a playboy. I mean, because he stayed getting pussy, and it, it was funny. Was like. Bruce Wayne was more facade. No, Tony Stark, that was him. What that about the Green Arrow? I can say him too, but Tony had more swag though. Yes, he did. You know what? I'll tell you something. The one and only wet dream I have ever had was about RDJ as Tony Ooh. Stark. When the, uh, yeah, I was, uh, I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I don't remember the dream anymore, but it was like, that was the one and only time I had a wet dream. And I was like, whoa, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just, 
I, I was young enough that I asked my mom what the hell happened. Mm-hmm. That, that that's that's what happened with that, and it was just mm-hmm. something that never happened again. But it was um, yep. So I've always had a soft spot for uh, Iron Man. <laughs> yeah. Well, me, I'm gonna tell you what I had a soft spot for Shira. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Zero was my shit. I don't give a damn what anybody say. Number two was Jim. Now, I love Jim. I, oh my God. I watched Jim the oh other day. God. Oh God. I used to imagine that young. It was, I used to knock down Jim. It's Jim. Not as the regular girl. No, it's Jim with the makeup and everything. Yeah, it's got to have, <laughs> have the makeup on. <laughs> so, okay, then. I'm going to ask you this question. Do you want me cosplay Jim Jim for you? Ooh, that'd be hot. That'd be <laughs> hot. That 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 would be hot. If See, all the eighties and nineties kids are gonna be like, oh shit. Oh my gosh. And that and that would actually sound like hotcakes. Actually, I bet it would. I could do it. it. All right, because, I'll start putting that together. Yeah, because when I think about like all the cartoons that we grew up with, right? And the funny part about it is, like, for example, the Smurfs, right? <laughs> now, I love that. That was my shit. What's interesting that now later they explained it in the movie because I did watch the movie, the, the the most recent movie that they had. But Smurfette was the only chick. They never explained where the Smurfs come from. And I feel like funny. there has to be a wiki about that somewhere. E, e, yeah. Because I ever go front, it's funny how like out of all the cartoons that they do dirty, the most will always be the Smurfs. It will always be a gangbang. <laughs> well, always- I mean, of course, I'd down. I'd be down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. I got two gangbangs about to release. Let's be real. Yeah. <clears throat> so, oh, sorry. <laughs> the blow because, little heart. <laughs> because, because I know they had something more than the tail. <laughs> they had to. <laughs> so shoot. And then um what cartoon, what male cartoon character did you think would probably had a big dick? Um <laughs> uh let's see. I, I I was definitely all about some He Man. I knew you were gonna say He Man. <laughs> you can tell about the damn toy. And you know what though? Weirdly enough, Skeletor. Yeah. He's got some he's he's got some BBC vibes to me. You know, so it seemed like the whole <laughs> staff of the men all had big dicks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Tina was always smiling. And he and he and Lee would never leave the dog would never leave skeletal. <laughs> I bet so. See, it's, it's addictive. <laughs> Kyle was like, and who else? And whatever cartoon characters? <clears throat> oh gosh, um, I moved off of cartoons um pretty quickly. Started watching all kinds of different other stuff. I um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I never really crushed on the cartoons that much. I had a thing for MacGyver. MacGyver was the shit. Now, I ain't even going for a dance. God dang, yeah. That's that's classic um, right there. Hulk Hogan, I had a thing for. Um, that was going to be my husband. Hold on. Wait a second. <laughs> don't tell me you're a wrestling fan. I actually used to be a ring, a ring, um, <clears throat> a ring escort. Hello? Did I lose you? I can hear you now, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just probably went in and out. I said, we are no longer friends. I am a wrestling fanatic. I am a wrestling geek. Uh, Why are we no longer fans? I think that would have cool. Yes. Okay, I'm back. No, it's, it's, it was doing this, uh, was going in and out with uh, another interview I was doing. But we made it work, though. I don't give a damn. We're going to make it work. What's so, for me? As long as it takes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I ain't going to me, like I said, I'll just keep all the pieces together except for the short pieces, what have you. So we back, people. But like I said, but, uh, but are you a wrestling fan? Like, do you watch wrestling now? 
Um, <clears throat> I haven't watched it in a little while. Um, okay. It's it's been a minute, but uh, just because I I kind of got soured on it being in the industry, so I kind of I've take I took a step back to take a break because it's not mm. for me anymore. Now that I can spot all the where they fuck up and hey, you were smart. They say. I like I can't I can't because I, I I was right up in it so it's like okay mm-hmm. it's not special anymore I watch it every once in a while but I I still I more appreciate the stuff I grew up on um, like DX um, 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 HBK Triple H uh, all like all of them har- har- porn uh, mm-hmm. blah 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 damn what is it? rated R Rockstar oh you talking about you talking about Edge Edge thank you thank you. No, see, you're talking to a, a wrestling aficionado here. Like, put it this way. I watch AAA with no English. Nice. Yeah, so, so when did, I mean, when did you start watching wrestling? Like well, you know, I, 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 I was born in the 80s, so it was everywhere in the early 90s, so I was definitely mm-hmm. a Hulkamaniac. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I even I think I even had like a little t- little tank top or a t-shirt at one point because you know whatever and a little doll, mm-hmm. uh, and then I just I kind of I don't remember much about it after after like the early nineties and then I started watching it again in high school because a guy I liked was into it and you know. <laughs> I was gonna get the guy's attention because you know it's not like I had boobs or anything. I had no idea. Yeah. I was I, I I'm the world's worst flirt. Mm-hmm. I mean, contrary to what people might think, I am very awkward, and um, <laughs> I don't I can't tell if people are flirting with me half the time. It's like I thought I, I was to, the only one. Do not feel bad. I thought I was I, the only one. But go ahead. So, I mean, I didn't know in high school I could wear a low-cut shirt because I had double-D boobs in high school. Mm. I didn't know I could wear a low-cut shirt and say, hi, I like you, and get the attention <laughs> I wanted. <laughs> I had to learn about wrestling so that I could be smart, and because mm-hmm. I like the smart and pretty girl. Yeah. I didn't think I was pretty at that point. I had, like, a whole ugly duckling syndrome going on. Yeah, because I grew up with Baby Doll, Sherry Martell. Mm-hmm. Um, to give my age away, Wendy Richter. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I I saw the first WrestleMania. It's it's real. I actually yeah. attended the first Starcade in Charlotte. <laughs> I saw Ric Flair go against Harley Race, and um, when I was a kid, I have cause my grandparents used to take me every Tuesday to the arena. So I grew nice. up watching WWF. <laughs> The NWA, um, because like kids today don't realize the way that like they got it on TV now. They had it like that back then. Yeah, like, it's always but, been that way. It's just got more pyrotechnics now. <laughs> yeah, because like Monday, you had WWF. That I'm about to say some old school shit. The MSG Network. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you had World World Championship Wrestling. World class, world class with Devon Eriks. God, mm-hmm. I love the Free Birds. I am sorry, I'm a Free Birds fan always. Can I tell you something? What? Okay, so you're, you're gonna love this. <clears throat> All right, and this is something that nobody knows. So, so, so you hear it first. Okay. Okay, so you know I have a daughter. Everybody, yeah. everybody knows I'm a mom. Mm-hmm. My, the father of my child is. A haze. <clears throat> wait, 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 wait. Related to Michael Pretty Sexy Haze. Yep. Hello. <laughs> I am, so I, funny that I said that. And, oh God, that's mind blowing, yo. Y'all um, heard it. From- but. But but here's the thing is, is I've never met him or anything mm-hmm. like that because I'm not that side mm-hmm. of the family we're not so friendly with. But um, mm-hmm. just because you you know baby daddy drama yeah, and all that. Yeah. But, but he is in the family and the 
the relation of him, he was actually an indie wrestler here in this, in Georgia. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's how I did the ring escorting. I did it in the indie, indie, rest, indie circuit here in North Georgia. So over in Alabama. Huh? So your husband was a wrestler or you was working with a wrestler? No, my, my ex is a, was, was a wrestler. I got you. I just want to, uh, damn, yeah. that is cool, yo. I thought about becoming a professional wrestler. Don't do it. Time, hold on. Let me tell you why I didn't do it. At the time, they had it was the power plant. And the big show just started WCW where I thought about it. I said, let's see. I love the big show. What have they told me? That I had to have a match with the Big Show. What would be my thought process? What would I say? I already know. I quit. Send me a check. I'm out. I want no. you to do That's the job right there, buddy. There you go. <laughs> I feel like I, I was in the same room with the. I went to one WWE match. I just do. I, oh God, I don't even remember what it was called when I went. I went to one wrestling match with WWE. And I, it was probably about seven, eight years ago now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the big show was there. And I was up in the stands because I actually had floor seats, but I'm five foot tall. And I got pissed off and I cried because I couldn't see. And so I, being the crybaby I am, cried because mm-hmm. I spent all this money on these tickets and I can't see anything. So mm-hmm. we climbed up into the, there were seats up in the thing so we could see things. And just from the, just sitting up in the higher seats, I think still he looks like a giant from there. He's huge. Oh my god, yeah. larger than to, life. He doesn't. Oh my god, like TV does not. Oh my god, that I is a big deal. Raw and went to Salem when he was in WCW, and he had to go against Goldberg. I'm like mid, I floor seats right up there, right where the floor seats stop, and then you get right there to where. The seats that go up, you know what I'm saying, right there, where have you. You want a lot of people, they made us, because at that time, attendance was was sucking ass. Both them motherfuckers big as hell. And the big show towered over Goldberg. So I can imagine, you know what I'm saying, then I had a friend that actually saw Big Show when he came to Duke to get his uh, knee scoped. Because a lot of them come to Duke Hospital, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, for medical, for, for the sports med shit. Because, you know, Duke is like, the shit on the okay. East Coast hospitals concerned. Right, right. Yeah. So, no, but I want to hear this. Tell me more about the violet shit. I want to hear that. Um, I'm a wrestling well, fan. Uh, basically, uh, it just kind of started. I was like, okay, I want to try and be more involved, support my man stuff, blah, blah, blah. And he didn't have a ring, a ring valet, and the guys that were doing better had ring valets. And I was like, well, I'm. I'm kind of cute. I don't mind doing it. And so <laughs> it ended up, I got, <laughs> and I, you know, I would, I, my name was Dixie and um, yeah. Cause it was a whole free bird theme mm-hmm. and, you know, ha- of course had to cash in on the name. Mm-hmm. And um, so we did that and I made a lot of really great friends. Um, some of them I still, I still talk to now. I, you know, I, I keep mm-hmm. up on Facebook with the rest of them, but I don't, I don't really get to see everybody cause a lot of people I know have started retiring because of injuries mm-hmm. and, you know, yeah. people get older and you yeah, can't do the same stuff anymore. Yeah, because I'm amazed, like, when I see, like, Jerry King Lawler wrestle, and I'm like, how are you able to do it? Because, uh, I, because I actually, like, when the time when I actually met and talked to a wrestler, this guy was, he was called the chef. And he would tell me about it, what have you. And he would tell me about the training. Then I used to watch the documentary on the training. I was like, ain't no way in hell, bro. No, I give them <laughs> I give them props because. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, I had to beating. learn how to take a bump. I had to be like, I even I would get kicked off the edge of the ring and shit. And mm-hmm. like I, t- I, I would take stomach hits and I would, you know, I would sl- have little slapping fits with mm-hmm. little, the other little girls. And we'd go in the back room and laugh about it later mm-hmm. and. You know, it, it was a lot of fun, um, but of course, we, I, my my ring escorting days were promptly ended when we found out I was pregnant, and so mm-hmm. um, I, I was instantly retired. I wasn't allowed. I wasn't even allowed ringside because I would get too excited. 
Yeah, I could I could imagine because like I said, when I came when when I tell people because I'm a wrestler, I was thinking about eventually doing a wrestling podcast, but yeah, yeah, I digress on that. Mm-hmm. But the thing of it, but the thing of it is, is that I grew up in the territory days. So I grew up Black Jack Mulligan. I saw Ooh. Ricky Steamboat. Um, yeah, see, these kids today did not see Ric Flair when he was at his best. Uh-uh. Oh, it Rhodes. Oh my God. Yes, baby. Yes, baby. It's Dustin Rose, baby, with the American Dream, baby. That's right, baby. Exactly. I eat pork and beans. I don't know. I still think my favorite beans. one's always going to be Shawn Michaels. <sighs> it's always <sighs> going to be Shawn Michaels. I'm going to tell you what's funny. How how much did you follow Shawn Michaels' career? Um, I I didn't follow it. I learned a lot about it all at once, and then mm-hmm. kind of it was after he kind of retired. Okay, what you need to do is go back and look at his AWA days. Just go to mm-hmm. YouTube and look at him um, when he was with Marty Jannetty. Um, I followed Shawn Michaels, Stone Cold Steve Austin when he was down in Texas when he was just stunning Steve. Because like my top, my top five is Stone Cold. Uh-huh. Because he's just it. He just got it that that bad guy that you fucking like. It's it was like when he first started cussing. I was like, oh shit, he's cussing on TV. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> Dusty Rhodes. Because I'm sorry, my grandma loved him. I loved him. Um, of course, I got to say The Rock. He's number three. Number four, who would be number four? I say Rick would be number four, and number five, I'm about to blow a lot of people's mind. I love Nick Bockwinkle. Now, I don't know if you know who he is, but he used to be the world champion. I don't um, know his name, but I'm shocked. I am shocked at you that you have missed one one amazing person. Who? Undertaker, hello. Oh, I said top five. I know, see, you already said your five. See, that's it. My top five. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but no, Undertaker, don't get it twisted. One of the greatest. I, I probably the greatest in now, my can opinion. Can I say something without being an asshole? Because I, I love me some Undertaker. But man, can, can, can he stay retired, please? <laughs> they won't let him point, Can they let this man, poor, this poor man, rest? Let him I'll, get some rest and retire in peace. Look, you know it's time to retire when he's doing. A cinematic match. It, <laughs> I don't yeah. give a fuck. <laughs> How nice that shit was. It disappointed me to see a cinematic match. I said no, bro. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> I'm surprised that AEW doing a good job with Steam. He's 61. Mm. But they're doing a good job with Steam because, like, I keep up with the rats. I watch AEW. I watch. I watch all of them for the most part. Um, my favorite is New Japan. They're just because they're a little bit more to what I grew up with. Um, my favorite. Which one did Ray Mysterio go to? WWE. He's on um Raw. Well, no, I thought he left and he went somewhere else for a minute. He left and went to AAA, and then he came back. He, he okay, actually okay. his son is his son is wrestling. Oh, which is crazy to see motherfuckers. Yeah, and no, his son's pretty good though, and he's taller. <laughs> That's not very hard. Ray's tiny. Don't pick on him. Actually, this though, do you remember when Ray didn't have no mask? Actually, I do. Now I'm gonna ask you this because when when he took the mask off, I went to school the next day. That's all the girls were talking about. I didn't know he was so fine under that mask, girl. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I was sitting there like, damn, for real. And it was like, oh, the women love Ray Mysterio after he took the mask off. The first time I saw him without a mask, I was like, those lips, though. Oh, my God. And them eyes. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I was like, oh, shit. Why don't he keep it off? <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, I was like, because I thought he would never put the mask back on. Did he pop up in WWF and 
he had the mask. But that it's it just funny when you actually see when they take the mask off, you be like, okay, I get your culture, but damn, dude, do you know how much money you would make with that face, bro? <laughs> <laughs> A lot. Alone, bro. You can be doing movies, uh, nigga. You can be doing movies. <laughs> Migo, que pasa? You can uh, be doing movies, man. <laughs> anyway, so porn. <laughs> yeah. See, we can have a whole, a whole other conversation about that. <laughs> yeah. So, shoot. So, but, um, oh, speaking about porn, something that I wanted to bring up. Um, I was looking at XBiz and they was talking about um, Clip for Sale now has a portal that allowed their uh, the content creators to be able to get healthcare now. Oh, really? Yes, where where you can sign up for healthcare. Interesting. And to me, I think that is huge, and I think that's something that might you might see other sites do as a trend because us as sex workers. That's one of our biggest and most important things that we have to always keep up with. For real. Yeah. For real. I think I spend, I spend at least, I don't know. I I get tested at least twice, at least twice a month I get tested and it's Mm -hmm. at least, it's about give or take 500 a time. Yeah. No, not 500. I'm sorry. 400. Yeah. So people don't realize, everything. yeah, people don't realize that whether it's the health department or TTS, we have to stay tested. And with uh-huh. them offering this, actually, this might fade out TTS. That's an interesting concept. Because think about it. If I'm able, okay, if I'm a content creator, right, and I'm able to get a doctor's test. Which is through an agent, through a insurance company doctor that's set up through Clips for Sale, through their little portal. Does that make that test just legitimate as that as a TTS? I mean, most people I know accept as long as you can have a portal that logs in to show you your results. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, they're, the, they're the same tests as long as you have the required tests. I don't think it matters where they actually come from as long as they're done by a legit place. Because I'm curious, would Clips for Sale go as far as to self report like that? Mm, I don't know. That'd be interesting to th- to, to look into. <laughs> <laughs> because that did, and I want you to you know talk about it a little bit if that did. If I put it this way, do you think more sites should do that? Um, I don't know, just because you've got, you know, you have to deal with, there's so many states with, if you're just doing it within the United States, then you have to worry about other countries and then mm-hmm. their stuff and then their different, um, uh, the requirements for each country or a city, depending on how they do it there. Um, I know that. I know that it would be nice if we could get like some options where they like, would open up the insurances across the borders through the state. So it wouldn't have to be individualized because then that would have a free market and give us a better selection and probably some better pricing. Yes. But I'm not sure how honestly that would be how well that could translate into multiple sites being able to do it in that way, mm-hmm. unless it's specifically just for ordering lab tests and STD treatment if uh, in the case of a bad test. Yeah. Because, see, the thing of it is, to me, the reason why I'm saying that, because I think they're trying to start something. Because you're not going to just pull something like that unless it's an end game to where you have a portal or you... It's kind of like what's going on with like the social media shit. Yeah. Right. You got... Spotify, who saw how pod- podcasting was going, and now they wanted to cash in on it. Now, yep. you got these places talking about now they're going to start paying the creators a little bit better than they have before, with, even with subscription base. Because even with Twitter, which I, I don't know if you heard, they're going to start something called Super Follow, where oh, people yeah. pay to follow you to get exclusive content similar to that of an OnlyFans, but they're going to do that on the Twitter um Oh, on, the, on, the, on the Twitter thing. See, yeah. So it's kind of like 
a lot of people are getting to be it that testing is such a money making machine, especially with TTS. Because think about how many people pay for it. Yeah. You know, um, I know Vegas, unless you take it in Vegas, is what, 250? Um, what package you get? Or... I know, he, I, I'm not sure about other places. I know here it's 290. Yeah. With uh, because it does the COVID, it does that, it does everything. Yeah. See, see, and then, oh, see, and, and then I always pay for the extra sh- the the shipping to for it to be faster, so that yeah, because you also got to pay shipping because they do a three day make sure you have a three day turnaround mm-hmm. if you're not in one of the main hubs, and they, mm-hmm. they don't have a hub here in Atlanta, but they do have testing locations. Yeah. So, but I usually pay the extra to have it the next day, so that I can have it. Of course. I I go back and forth on if I do if I'm doing talent testing versus if I'm mm-hmm. using my regular doctor just because mm-hmm. um you know if I'm going to a bigger event I'm talent testing all the way just because I gotta make sure everything is great and um you know and it's plus, on time. And plus a lot of I know with those events a lot of them want the talent testing versus the health department. They don't get it twisted. I found some people when I went to Exotica they didn't mind it. Um. Because sometimes I know that some people say that shit. It sounds good until <laughs> they get up there at the convention, they meet your ass, they was like, Oh, you gotta have a proper test. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> right. you, know, you know, but um Well, I mean, you me- know, some sometimes you gotta remember we all start somewhere and it's yeah. not always, you know, we don't all have the money to do that Hell no. three hundred dollars for no. the talent testing every time. And it's like and that's, I mean, that that's, that's, it is what it is, especially where we're still in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. People are still struggling to keep, you know, keep their shit together. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I've shot with people who are like, oh, I only do this. I mean, I'll, I'll only do talent testing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't have my talent testing right now. I've got my, I've got a, I've got a fresh test on three days. That's from that. That's lab order doctor. Here's the portal login showing everything's fine. No, nope, I need talent testing. Okay, well, sorry for you. <laughs> you you want to pay for it? I can't afford it because at the time I'm a single mom. I can't afford this yeah. stuff. So yeah, you know, because, no, like I, I get it, but you know, we I I say as long as there's a portal that you can log in because you know people can fake stuff. You, yeah, true. But see, but the thing is, like I I, I tell people. Even if they bring a paper, you know if it's fake or not because of the way that a health department is, the way the paperwork is. If anybody falls for a fake test, because like with me, with health department, I bring the paperwork. Actually, I bring you two months worth of paperwork. So you can't even say because you ain't going to sit there and come with, um, well, you faked it. Well, I faked two. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, and people done fake TTS before. Trust me on that. So, I'm sure. but, but 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 the thing of it is, it's not even it. Just to me, I look at it as at the end of the day, regardless of a test or not, you have to be responsible in your personal sex life. God, yes, that 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 that. that. And that is what these ladies don't understand because I'm not saying saying you can't get your fuck on, your freak on, but you have to be mindful this is your business because this is your business. You coming up dirty kills your business. It does. One bad test can cause a problem. Like, it happens. I'm sure, like, I haven't had one just yet, but I'm sure it will at some point. I might, you know, catch a little something, something, but, and it's, it's to, I mean, we have sex for a living. There, it's, to, it's to be expected at some point. The mm-hmm. key is, is being responsible and making sure, okay, take care of it and, and be, commu- mm-hmm. and communicate back to what we were talking yeah. about the other day communication. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, don't, don't go, you know, I don't know. It's just, it, it gets touchy and telling people what to do with their bodies and what they can't mm-hmm. do with their bodies. And, but it's, it's kind of, but see, but see, that's why I say it comes to the individual and their responsibility and yeah. how professional they are mentally, because at the end of the day, people must understand just because we're doing 
sex is no different than a fucking stunt man. Nope. I mean, to be honest with you, because we do have hazards of the business. We yes, do. we do. We didn't have situations where I didn't see where a girl actually got fucking sexually fucking abused during the fucking scene. They, they, they came out, you know what I'm saying, on AVN, the AVN website, what have you. Uh-huh. They got somebody, you know, period. So there is risk in this business, and people must understand it. That's why you safeguard yourself. You be smart when you move. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like my sex life has changed exponentially since I started in the industry. Like I have less sex now since I started in the industry than mm-hmm. before I started in the industry because I'm very selective on who I'll shoot with and I don't have sex off camera. I don't go mm-hmm. and have um I don't go and have random, you know, hookups in the bar on the weekend because I'm working. Yeah. But, you know, it's like I, I, I try and make sure that if I'm going to do something that it's it's with somebody in the industry. Yeah. So that because I like or somebody that I've shot with, you know, <laughs> I know yeah. a lot of people, a lot of people like we get to these shoot houses and we, you know, we're all you know, we were talking about this earlier. You know, you kind of need yeah. a little break sometimes. And yeah, we get to these shoot houses and we're getting around other people who who know who know the other pressures that that come with this job. And we get to kick back. And, you know, there is some off sex, off camera sex happening. Yeah. But, but see, but see, but see, but see, I'm going to tell you what's fun. Let me tell you how they used to do it back in the day. Those shoot houses, they got that from Hollywood. What they used to do evasive angles, many of the companies, they get everybody supposed to shoot, they have them go get tested, and then they quarantine them in the uh in the mansion for whatever shoots they're doing. So if they decide they wanted to fuck, you fucking somebody that you know is clean and you're about to shoot with anyway. Right, so, exactly. You know what I'm saying? And 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 that why that why I always say it's always good as the last person that you fucked. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, period. And <clears throat> and that's why I say when it comes to professionalism, because I think what is killing the business, because a lot of people don't think it's killing the business, it's but it kind of is, is the fact that it became so easy for people to get into it and do it. I, I can agree with that. I mean, I think there needs to be a certain level of gatekeeping going on to not blur lines and to make it a little bit more of a thing because now anybody can be a, a, a call themselves a content creator. And then like, did you see, I don't know if you saw it on Twitter yesterday, there was a whole conversation and I'm not going to name names in case, cause I, you know, don't want to be like that. But um, yeah. we just, this girl jumped on and she was like, Oh, you know, you don't, you don't have X many followers. You don't have, you're using this type of email and you know, you're doing, you know, blah, 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 blah. It's like naming half the shit that all of us do. And so you're saying all of us aren't professionals. Like I know Mm -hmm. people who have full on companies and have a Gmail email because it syncs to everything. It's fucking easy. Yeah. Doesn't make them any less of a professional. It just means that they are using the tools that are available to them. Like, I don't. I just. I don't know. I. I get. I get real ticky when people start getting. You know. You. 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 You, 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 like, me. you like me. I. I. I have a pet peeve for ignorance. Mm-hmm. That part. Uh, a, a low bullshit tolerance. Yes. And it uh, takes the fuck out of me. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, it's like we do need. Um, so probably some uh, like I wish we could get together as a whole community because and, and kind of set some standards and like this is what is generally acceptable and it's okay if you want to try and come from this world to that yeah. world but you need to understand like I know some girls that are in the industry they shoot porn but they also do escorting on the side and that's fine I love them they're great they're getting that bag and I'm proud of them but they don't let, you know, their, their escorting things are separate from their porn things. And yeah. the rates are different based on what you're doing because the risks are a lot different when you're doing escorting versus what you're doing when you're doing full-fledged porn. 
So it, it gets your rates get different. And yeah. it's it's like, okay, so if you're doing escorting, you're not necessarily filming it. So that's not necessarily content. You're only getting paid once versus content where you're going to get paid multiple times or a paid gig where you're going to get the publicity and mm-hmm. have the exposure, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. But mm-hmm. it's just, you know, the two are not the same or girls who do, um, you know, or guys even, you know, guys do the stuff too. Um, you know, dancers coming to do, you know, they do whatever the girls do. I don't, I'm not well versed in it, but mm-hmm. you know, you, it blurs lines. And just, I think there needs to be a clearer line between what yeah, is what. Uh, no, but see what happened was when they coined the phrase sex worker and put everybody in that term, that would right. happen. Because right. I, on one of my episodes, I said the last era of the porn star. Nobody wants to be a porn star anymore. I do. You know what I'm saying? You are a porn star because the this critic, this is funny as fuck, this critic, <clears throat> he was on ex-critics, caught a lot of flat from girls when he described the difference between a porn star and a porn girl. And girls got fucking mad as hell. And what he was saying was a porn star she takes it as a career. She has multiple sites. She travels. She goes to conventions. She makes it a point to collab on and shoot with other people. Point girl, she does it as a pastime. She doesn't take it serious. She's not looking down the line. She ain't trying to collab up with so much. At that time, it's really with girls that were just really just doing paid gigs and using that to help fuel the escorting. Right. And they went nuts. Like the way they did Twitter then, people don't but realize. It's not- it's true though yeah. it's fucking true though people don't even realize that the uh, when they talk about the deposit that's an escort term that's not mm-hmm. in porn porn has yeah. never been we pay you before the shoot no motherfucker we pay you when we say pop when the dude busts his nut that's when you get that check not right. even check cash as the way they used to do it you had an envelope cash, he took the cash out, spread it, showed you that it was the right money, put it back in the envelope. Y'all shot, you got it after the, after the dude or nothing. Right. Yeah, but now we niggas got to pay deposits. <laughs> oh, see, that's, that's I feel like the difference. Like, I have, I've, I've had where I'm like, okay, you know, for, for me, I don't start talking about deposits with people trying, like, legit people trying to book me until... Mm-hmm. Like if you if you miss a shoot with me, you yeah. like okay I might be a little understanding because shit happens life happens you know I would expect someone to give me some patience and understanding if something came yeah. up with me. You yeah. miss two shoots with me, all right. From now on, like you, you've wasted two of my two of my prime shooting times. Um, at this point, you have to pay a deposit to have my time because you're gonna pay you're mm-hmm. gonna pay for it beforehand, and it's basic consideration. But yeah. you get like I'm not gonna go you know. If if Rick Nasty reached out to me tomorrow and wanted to work, I'm not going to say, mm-hmm. hey, yeah, you're going to have to pay me a deposit um, just to hold the date. And then you're still going to have to pay me. No, mm-hmm. that's not how we do business. We, you know, it's a communication thing. We go in mm-hmm. on it. It talks, you know, you have to have a negotiation. Like, <laughs> it, we're all grown here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's business. It's never personal. Right. You know, and I find most people in the industry, if you say, hey, I can't get the whole thing, I can get my flight. Can you can you like have Z with me on the hotel room or help hook me with a hotel? A lot of people in the industry, we're willing to work together because we're all yeah. you know, a lot of us have been there or a lot of us are still struggling. <laughs> but, you know, I'm personally if, if somebody's like, hey, I need you to buy me my flight and my hotel and I need you to pay for my food while I'm there. And I need you to pay a deposit. Who the fuck do you think you are? Like and, that, and, that and, pussy is not and, platinum. And, and if it's content trade, they expect to get the same amount of content as the person that put up the money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nope. I think if you do content trade, you should do 50, 50. Yeah. Because like, see, I mean, everybody gets the same amount walking away. I mean, unless, unless, you know, like if, if, if you and I were going to do a content trade and we walked in the same room and I was like, Hey, I need this for my site. Can you hook me, help me out with it? Yeah, no problem. But you might not need it for your site. So you're like, I don't, I don't keep it, whatever. Now, the way that I work with it is what we shot, everybody use. 
It's just with me, I do things meticulously, like with premieres, for example. Like, let's say me and you shot next weekend. I'm not dropping you on Black Bull Session until damn near October season nine. Uh-huh, you right. might hit my mini vids a month later. I'm going to do a whole lot of promotion up until then. You, on the other hand, if you want to drop that bitch that night, by all means, do you. <laughs> right, right. You know, period, because to me, it's all going to sell anyway because both of our traffic is different. Right. I mean, I mean, for, for like me, I sh- I probably share a lot of the, a lot of similar fans and some of the other BBWs yeah. in the industry. Yeah. But I also probably have some individual fans that aren't their fans, just like they mm-hmm. have fans that aren't my fans. And so when I do scenes with these other girls, I don't care. Release it whenever you're going to release it. I'll get to it when I get to it because it's yeah. going to come out. And you know, all I ask whenever I work with people is, hey, just tag me, just tag me, because yeah. you know, just like I'm going to tag you. And I hate to see that when dudes work with girls and they'll drop the scene but won't tag the girl in it. I'd be like, why 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 not? Right, One, right. That, that that that's respect. Two, that shows appreciation that you shot with her. And three, uh she might retweet it and you might can tap into some of her fan base. Right. Exactly. Like I think that if we work together more and we're like I see so many ma- girls and guys that are just so they're so stingy with what they want to do, and it's like, mm-hmm. come on, guys! If we work together, like we've got enough people against us as an industry, we need to work more together yeah. and be, you know, more united because that makes us again it makes us look better, mm-hmm. and you know, and 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 it really look makes people look petty, and it really it makes them look like they're almost embarrassed that they shot with a person. Well, I've got this footage, but I don't want to tag them because. I want all the credit or I want all the attention. <laughs> and why, why would I tag them in this? You know, you can obviously see who it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> if you're interested, go Google it and you go, go look them up yourself. Like because, that's because I tell people and no bullshit. Me just reintroducing content is actually keeping some ladies careers going. Uh-huh. Ass, and vice versa, you know, period. Um, because the thing of it is, is one, you can always reintroduce content. Because there's always a new platform that gets introduced. Uh, and, exactly. on top of that, and on top of that, also, if down the line, you never know if you run across that person to where y'all might bump into each other at the convention and decide to shoot. Exactly. No period. Now, you might bump into them. You didn't tag them. Then you want to ask them. That person's thinking, why should I well, shoot why? with you? You wouldn't even tag me, motherfucker. Right. <laughs> but, but see, like I said, I think I'm cut for a different cough. Um, business wise, as well as just mentality, right? Because I I think that a lot of people don't understand the key to good business is happy returns. Mm, that is it. Yes. See, because the thing of it is, is like I mean, we can go deep all night. We ain't got all night. <laughs> God dang it! But yeah, but like I said, I mean, even to. Like, I did one episode where I talk about the different traffic between men and women, site traffic. And a lot of men don't take into account that 75% of our traffic is gay men. That And that and that's a traffic that females don't realize that they can tap into while shooting with a man. That right. has a site. Can you speak to that? Um, <clears throat> hmm. I was actually just thinking today, I was like, I don't know if I have any female followers. I wonder if I have female followers. So I was just thinking about like the difference in that. Have you ever broken it down to see like how many followers yeah. of yours are? Yeah. Like, well, I, I don't look at followers. Me, I look at customers. The reason why, because followers, some people might be just following you just because you got a nice ass. So you might have a girl might have, let's say a, 500k followers. Out of that 500k followers, Adam, she had 200 customers out of that. Right. You feel what I'm saying? So, and then plus that's just one social media. Right. Because you might have a shitload of followers on Twitter, but you ain't got shit on Instagram. So, to me, I look at customers more so. So, when I break down customers and traffic that women get and men get, men, we're going to get 90% men. Out of that 90%, it's going to be 50 
50 to 75, 25 gay straight. That last 10% okay. is going to be probably women. Women uh-huh. don't really, women indulge in porn, they don't buy porn. They don't consume it. Right. As much as men do. You feel me? Women, y'all are 95% the men. <laughs> Straight men. You feel what I'm coming yeah. from? Because the only way a gay man would look at a woman is if she liked the dude he or she, well, wherever they consider themselves, like the dude that you're fucking. And they right. like your style. Right. That's why I tell females you want to look your best because when you shot with, um, give me a male time that you shot with a name. Thor Johnson. Okay, Thor Johnson. Thor Johnson guarantee he has a lot of gay transsexual fan base. Yes, yes, he does. They watching him, when they see you, they looking at your nails, your hair, this, that, third. Remember, these are gay men, transsexual, what have you. Period. Yep. How you snatch them from that fan base is you looking your best. Oh, God. Honey, he fierce, honey. Mm, she fierce. Uh-huh. She, I love them hills, girl. Them nails. Mm, I'm going to watch her. That's why you shoot with a established male talent. Because <laughs> if you get a gay fan base, you're good. Because that gay man's going to tell that lesbian chick they're going to come end up spending money to watch your ass. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> See, that's why I tell people, never leave money on the table. Mm. We sometimes money on the table don't realize how much we leave. We'll leave a million dollars, don't realize it. I mean, porn's a billion dollar a year industry, more than a billion dollar a year industry, and we gotta we, like, constantly stay doing something new. Constantly mm-hmm. stay doing something new, because you can always have a new angle of doing something. Yeah. Yeah, because like I said, it's just um, the technology change. I'm seeing more NFTs popping up for the porn. And stuff. Uh-huh. I've been looking at that technology for a minute also. So that's why I tell people if you have to treat this as a business, if you don't, you're going to. The reason why ladies have that three year span is because new girls coming in, the business changes fast and they don't keep up with it. Right. You know, period. Because there's no different here than nowadays it was back then. The only difference is it was who you shot with in Hollywood. Because right. year one, you done shot with everybody. Pretty much. Yeah. And trust me, looking at you, you would have been one of them that would have shot with everybody in year one because you would have been the <laughs> Shit. I'm about to have about five states I'm going to be going to in the next couple months. I'm going to be a tired girl. I see. I see. <laughs> I see. Yes. We, we definitely go ahead and hook up and, and do some things. We definitely going to do a video pod when I see you for sure. And I'm letting everybody know that she, I will bring her back. We're going to, because I like mixing with her talking to her, and I think we'll be having some great conversation. We're having going to give you the topics we're going to talk. We're going to talk some deep shit now. I love it. This is going to be for the Smokers Lounge, not Smoke This Over Dark. So, right. like I said, I'm going to bring her back to be a regular guest. I hope y'all enjoyed it, because I have, you know. And, um, you know how we end this, baby girl. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of experience? You didn't learn anything. Smoke this over. Thank you for coming to the lounge. And Absolutely. thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes, Miss Happy. We'll be bringing you back. Take care. I can't wait. Bye. Bye.